0: Pathfinders to the find the path podcast actual play of the mummy's mask adventure path
1: we're oh. falling through the air
0: episode 161 and
1: Wee. possibly the last we're gonna yeah. crash into Wati and kill everyone
0: Whoops. that was a good run
1: <laughs> I'm very concerned yeah <laughs> yeah this I is have, I to have be a really plan bad. maybe
0: so, uh, so shall we talk a little bit about how you guys got here
2: yeah Sure. I guess we were doing so
0: well when last we left the doorkeepers exploring the pyramid of the five-pointed sun, the party had found the chamber, uh, what was that chamber called? The Aromatic Focus Chamber. The
3: Warp Core. The I thought you said? A.K.A. the Warp Core. Yes,
0: I can never pronounce that word. And Infindibulum. I have trouble wrapping my tongue around this word, and I don't know why.
1: It's a hard word.
0: Aromatic infundibulum. Infindibulum.
1: It. Just call it the warp core. However, this
0: was the chamber of uh, aromatic focus where the party had had a brief conversation with some invisible stalkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, always pleasant, invisible stalkers. Name, notwithstanding. They had informed you that this was the, uh, in essence, the heart as far as the, the magical power of this place. However, you were not allowed to interfere with it and all the rest of that stuff because bad things would happen. Mm-hmm. And they were there to maintain it, because if they didn't, over the course of thousands of years, something might go wrong. So following that, you had made your way off. You had explored the southern portion of this floor, which had included the Scrivener's Chamber, which was a, uh, a really cool wall that no one could identify.
4: It was essentially just a big text message thread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, except basically. we only get to see
2: one side of it. Yeah. You know, so it's more like a telephone conversation that was recorded on one side.
4: It's
1: like, it's like a sending wall. Like you talk yeah. to the wall and on the other side, what you said comes up or something.
0: Yeah. It's, it's Hawkatop's uh, exclusive Patreon discord channel.
1: Oh
0: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Available only to his Patreon supporters, <laughs> also known as his generals.
2: Available at patreon.com slash the sky Pharaoh. Uh-huh. Yep.
1: You got to be down with becoming an undead mummy and taking over half the southern continent, though. So mm-hmm.
2: that's clearly in the in the in the contract <laughs> of the five dollar tier. Right? Yeah,
1: yep.
0: <laughs> at seven thousand gold pieces per month, however, they drop a pyramid on Moatie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a stretch goal!
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had then entered into the heart of the the pyramid, Iskateimhebet's crypt, wherein you had faced the ancient general herself. Had a brief conversation pertaining towards you know, various religious interpretations of law and order and chaos. It all ended up devolving into a fight.
2: Like it does. About 95% of the time.
0: After uh, a couple of rounds, a variety of, uh, of cool new abilities shown off from the party. Some good rolls, some bad rolls. I think I rolled a couple of criticals and a lot of ones. Yep, uh, there were a couple of Didn't crits. we all? Didn't Shoot we a all? Lady.
2: I did triple lady.
0: Sudi had managed to successfully defeat Istikim Habet. At which point she had stated simply, fall, and the pyramid had begun to fall from the sky. So as we begin, hearing some combat music.
2: Sirenscape, dropping it like it's hot.
4: Lol.
0: Sudi, you have the rest of your full attack action. Oh my gosh. All right. So I'm flying through the air right now. Uh, The pyramid has, has started free falling. So in essence, oh you have that lurching sensation as your stomach is starting to go up into your chest.
2: Okay, Sudi uses a free action first off to uh, free action to shout out, fly, rise, ascend, don't fall. I'm wearing the headdress. <laughs> I don't know if any of that works.
0: It doesn't seem to be stopping.
2: All right, well, it was worth a shot. Sudi's gonna. But I got to attack. I'm gonna go ahead and punch out at the one between uh, myself and Citra that I hit on like round one of combat. Can I move, considering I'm free falling right now?
0: Mechanically speaking, you are all dropping. The pyramid is also dropping at the exact same rate because the whole like wind resistance, all the rest of that. Oh, we fall. We would fall faster
2: than the pyramid, and so we.
0: Technically speaking, you would fall faster. So it's the way that you can still move on an airplane that's falling or an elevator that's falling.
2: All right, cool. Well, then I'm gonna continue punching this guy, I guess.
0: However, you are building up towards terminal velocity. So there is that.
4: Yeah, but how do we stop it? It's gonna destroy 1D. It doesn't matter. We have to get out of this pyramid.
2: Yeah, Su- Sudi's gonna continue. Actually, wait. Yeah, no, I already did a full attack action, so I can't like rechange that to grab Citra. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna kick this guy because that's all I can really do. Oh, this, is a, this is a bad, bad situation. Here we go
3: knowledge checks we can make?
2: That is another natural one. It's not going to hit him. And that is a 17 for a 28.
0: A 28. Will not strike your target.
2: Yep. Sudi-, Sudi turns back and looks at Hollis helplessly like, what do we do?
4: Get over here, is what she says.
2: And then she throws out a rope dart because she's uh, secretly scorpion. Oh,
4: that'd be cool. Multiclass into scorpion, <laughs> whatever that is.
2: <laughs> That's Samurai. a monk class ninja kind of thing maybe ninja rope darts are so cool if they did any damage in uh pathfinder i'd probably actually consider taking them
5: mm.
0: that brings us to the voices of the sun the first one provokes an attack of opportunity from citra and sudi
2: okay
4: oh are they leaving
2: they're gonna probably fly up
4: how's that gonna help i don't know
2: i'm gonna take the attack of opportunity though so that's a 13 for a 34
3: yeah i rolled a three so i don't think i hit
5: you
2: it. might still hit them
3: with
0: so uh, 20. 20 will not strike your target. 34 yeah. will, however.
3: Cool.
2: So that is 16 points of regular damage, 4 points of fire.
0: 16 points of regular damage, 4 points of fire damage.
2: Uh, They're running.
4: Well, there's probably an exit. Or a control panel. They can not control the pyramid. They know. serve the Sky Pharaoh. Those designated by the
2: general. They might...
0: Uh, the other one takes off flying, which will trigger uh, Sudi's combat reflexes.
2: Yes, it will. I roll a 9 for a 30.
0: 30 will strike your target.
2: 16 points of regular damage, 3 points of fire.
0: A telling hit as you crack this one, although it continues to fly.
1: Can you see down that hallway at all, Rach? Barely. Like, I can I can see a little bit, but that's a
0: so those two take off flying off down the hallway, the hallway in the back corner of the chamber that you've been fighting in up until this point.
2: I think we need to hope that that's a control room of some sort.
0: Masika of the Beacon.
1: All right. Masika's going to run back and open this door.
4: I'm going to dimension Doris out of here. If you're not with me, I can't take you. Then I die because I'm going to do
1: everything in my power to help Wati. I'm just letting you know. I don't know if we, you should go back
3: that way. You should probably go I'm going to yell the- at
1: the elementals, see if they can no. do anything. Because we don't know what's down that other hallway. It's the best shot mm-hmm. that Masika knows. It's, am I stuck there?
0: So you run forward, throw open the door? Yes. Oh, so you rush forward, throw open the door, revealing this door opens up. It's the other side of the double doors that you had seen when you first came yeah, in. Yeah, that's
1: what I figured. Yeah.
0: As you hurl open the doorway, Narmer grabbing onto your shoulder. There has to be something.
1: Uh, Masika's gonna start yelling at those elementals. The, the, the general's dead. Stop the pyramid, please. There are people.
0: You hear no response.
1: Yeah.
3: They don't answer to slaves.
0: Citra Nahumra.
3: I don't know. Do I run down this hallway or?
2: If you run down that hallway, then Hollis has no way to get to you to jump out, to jump us out, assuming that's what we're gonna try to do.
4: I
1: know. Y'all are okay with just ditching this pyramid and letting it murder half the citizens of Wati? We cannot
4: die with Sudi with that mask so that they can come get this mask and let Hakatep ta- take over. We cannot let that happen. I mean, if I can get to a window, I can get out. Yeah. But I that's assuming there out. are
2: any windows and traditionally pyramids I had know. no windows. So.
4: I mean, they're going somewhere. I don't know if that means that they're going somewhere that's going to...
2: They're going into the padded room.
4: But I don't think Sudi can survive a fall.
2: I'm at 110 hit points.
4: Maybe.
3: The sad part is, is that I think Citra would try to do something to stop the pyramid. Well,
2: then play,
4: yeah, play your character. I mean, Um, yeah, do what you're gonna do. I'm just telling you that Hollis is gonna do what Hollis is gonna do as well.
3: Yeah. I figure Citra's just gonna yell. She's gonna be like, get out of here! And she busts down the hallway.
4: Yep,
0: do it. Rushing down the hall, you can see up ahead is a brilliant shaft of light. Lancing downward through a circular hole in the ceiling at the end of this hallway.
3: I see a shaft of light. Okay. Maybe she looks at the harpy. How do I stop this?
2: Harpy's not going to care.
3: I know, but it's she's going to try.
0: Turns back. You don't. <sighs> the first one already flying up the shaft of light.
2: Oh, out. Yeah. Ah, freaking heck!
4: <sighs> it's a shaft to escape out the top. Okay, well then, sounds like you can go out that way, yeah. The
0: there, watermelon. There's still one elementals. more room. <laughs> uh, first one moves forward, attacks Hollis, plus two bonus for flanking. Twenty-six.
4: Uh, yeah, let me roll my D four. I get a two. They still don't hit me.
0: <laughs> uh, the other one attacks Hollis twice. Okay. That's only a twenty-two.
4: That hits me on the nose. Ah, I need to. So roll the twenty-five a also. Okay, those both. So D three, which I roll a six on, so that one pops an image. One last image, D two, and they finally hit me one time.
0: They knock you unconscious. Sorry, CD. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, they do do seventeen points of damage though. Okay. From there, all of Stark weather.
4: Oh. All
2: right. Uh, I've got a plan that might actually save us. Well, you better start talking. <laughs> so Su- Sudi, like sees that she's about to grab him and goes, wait, no, we can get the, the stalkers to stop this.
4: I don't believe you.
2: Well, then do what you're gonna do.
4: Well, you have to come with me willingly.
2: Oh yeah. Hollis cast Dimension Door.
4: Not if Sudi's not gonna come with her.
2: But I think the mask is the key to me telling the invisible stalkers I give them the ability to interact with this to make it fly.
3: You probably have one chance. Yeah. If that.
4: I don't know how yeah. fast this is falling out of the sky. No, that's
2: the problem is I don't either.
4: Is there any way to do math and know how fast this thing is falling?
2: No, no. there's no way. We have no external frame of reference.
0: Anyone that wishes to, I will allow to make a knowledge arcana.
4: I rolled garbage and get a 27. I rolled 18 and got a 30. Okay, that's better.
0: This is pure conjecture for Citra. However, if this is a magic item that in essence would have an owner, then you don't know whether or not the Invisible Stalkers could even do something to change this. Mechanically speaking, if you'd been able to manipulate the Aromantic Focus, maybe, but you don't know if anyone here would be capable of manipulating it. More likely than not, the Elementals aren't going to be able to do anything to it.
3: Sudi, I think the two of you should just get out. I don't think the Stalkers can do anything!
0: What would Hollis Starkweather like to do? I think you guys have spoken enough for the six second time period. Yeah.
4: Hollis would like to dimension door with Sudi.
2: All right, Sudi Sudi unfortunately will go with her then if it sounds like nobody has any idea of how to do this.
3: Masika heard me though, like yell about the shaft.
1: Yeah.
2: With the acoustics of this room, I'd imagine so.
1: Oh yeah,
0: the acoustics in here are amazing. Okay.
1: So if you can make it to me, Masika, we can get out. Masika is gonna try to use her knowledge engineering to manipulate
4: the thing and stop the fall. Oh, that's smart. When last we saw the pyramid, Where was it hovering over Wati? It's right near the center of the city, like right over the markets. It's it's moving is the thing.
0: When you last saw it, it was close to the market between the market and the dead city.
3: Okay. So it's going to take out half the dang. Well, but it was
4: slowly moving.
2: The question is what direction?
4: So Hollis will aim exactly for the center of the market with her dimension door.
0: Okay, keep in mind that, that your that dimension is... doors are... Yeah, because you're going at least 500 feet down.
4: Yeah, let me look up dimension door. Well, the problem is I don't know exactly it's 400 feet plus 40 feet
0: per here. level. So you have a range only of 880 feet.
4: Does that not run the risk of you guys getting feet? crushed by, by, by it? If it's moving, the most likely place to not be crushed is where it first was. Oh.
2: Also, right. if it's circling the city, that means that it either is big enough that it can encompass the entire city as it rotates around, or the dead center is the safest spot because it's going on the, on the outside of the city. So calculated risk.
4: But I don't know if that's close. Like, I don't know where we are. I guess I'm just going to essentially go um, 500 feet. Well, not exactly 500 feet, cause we're falling. So I'm gonna target the steps of the Ferasmin temple and hope that that's within range. Cause I have no idea.
0: Well, if it's not in range, the spell will automatically fail. Yeah, that's the Well, the thing the is, I
4: don't know how far off the ground we are, so I can't say 500 feet down, because we would be in the earth.
0: You could alternatively say 800 feet up. Why would I want to go up? I mean, you're already flying, and Sudi has boots to fly. Yeah,
2: that would give me a chance to grab you, activate my boots, and then we could fly.
0: Yeah,
4: that's true, I am flying. All right, I tell Sudi, I grab Sudi real tight, and I say, be ready to activate your boots and then I teleport us 800 feet up into the air.
2: Wait, what?
0: Ah! Aholus, you grab Sudi. Masika, you turn back around, watch as this purple door appears and they fall sideways through it. Citra, you see this purple flash from down at the end of the hall. Hollis and Sudi, as you stumble out into the open air, there's this moment of vertigo and you look down as the pyramid, one round after starting, finishes its 500 foot fall.
5: Jesus.
0: Slamming oh. straight down into the necropolis of Wati. There is a plume of dust and smoke. Those of you inside are jolted and hurled upwards.
2: At least it's the necropolis, so there shouldn't have been a whole lot of people there.
3: Well,
1: all of the dark, dark stalkers? What, uh, oh,
2: yeah. yeah, the Caligny.
1: And the voices of the spire are still patrolling it because they said that they're still undead moving around in there and Yeah, but it shouldn't be
2: That's why I said two dozens many and people. dozens
4: of people, yeah. Ugh.
2: Freak.
0: Masika and Citra. Yeah. <sighs> there is a Jolt. You are both hurled up and down. Dust and stone explodes around you as there is this cracking sound like the earth split asunder. You each take 71 points of damage yeah. as you impact in the ground at terminal velocity.
3: For the second
2: time today, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the
3: second time today. It's
0: Citra's bad falling day. So like.
3: Citra really, really doesn't like heights anymore and screw the sky, Pharaoh. Masika, are you dead?
0: Masika, you lay in the dust. I can only imagine, because we get to that whole, like, familiars getting full cover and all the rest of that stuff. Just wrapped around <laughs> Norma.
2: Probably. <laughs> that seems like a very Masika thing to do. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Drenched in water, your body aching. How many hit points do you have left, out of curiosity?
1: 23. <laughs>
2: Good yeah. thing you were full health. Holy heck.
1: Yeah.
0: Dust clouds around you. Distantly, you hear...
3: Masika!
5: <laughs>
0: Citra and see the steady light from her wayfinder around the corner from you. As you look about, the elementals are gone. A light or something, at least. That thrumming is gone. It's just quiet and still.
1: Narmer, are you okay?
0: Somehow, yes. <laughs> I'm not 100% certain of the mechanics of this.
2: You have a armor shaped like, depression <laughs> in your chest.
0: <laughs> but I'm going to assume for ease, I used my action last turn to climb and get fully inside the bag and then close the bag on top of my shelf and was in an extra-dimensional space this entire time. Because otherwise, I think 72 points of damage would mean I'd be a pancake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you would be a pancake.
1: Masika stumbles up to her feet. Citra, I'm in here. Can you walk? Ah. <sighs> I can walk, but I'm going to feel this
3: tomorrow. <laughs> so Citra starts stumbling back to the main room. She's going to, by the way, check this Citra door have? on the left. I have 47 <laughs> hit points. Oh, okay, I took more damage off. from just the individual fall than I did from the pyramid falling.
0: For uh, citrus edification.
3: It, like difficult terrain everywhere.
0: No, actually, the majority of this structure, like some portions of the ceiling, have collapsed down. But again, you're going to just marvel at the architectural mastery of just yeah. a sec.
3: He probably put in like shock absorbers just in case. That's <laughs> <In case laughs>
2: why
0: well, was it wasn't the lighting. full
2: like you know 550 d6 or whatever it would be.
0: The magical beam of light that was shooting down from the shaft is gone.
3: Magical beam.
0: All of light? the magic's broken. Again, that that beam of light that was shooting down to the like right ahead of you. Seems to have been a magical effect.
4: It wasn't even oh, a so real. so it wasn't really tunnel. an exit?
0: You do feel wind gently breezing down, and stepping forward and looking up, you can see distantly above you this blue circle. Hmm. But stumbling back, yeah, Masika's here.
1: I'm gathering up the general's crap. <laughs> uh,
3: Citra would like to check this one last room.
0: Okay. Do you wish to do that with absolutely no healing?
3: With my partner first. <laughs> Are you all right? I
1: I would prefer not to fall out of the sky again. I have a feeling this is going to be a regular thing from here on out. Uh, I hope we
0: didn't land on anybody.
1: I think it
3: might be a good
1: opportunity to at
3: least examine it. the weird electricity room.
1: Yeah, maybe I can figure out how this thing flies, and then we can just take over the rest of them. I hope we didn't land on the main city. Masika sniffles.
0: Oh, you said that there's a way out. I could go and look.
3: Uh, there's a shaft down the hallway, but I don't think I would do it yet. No,
1: don't. Those two harpies are still around.
0: That's true, where. but my minor, my minor dings and everything else, I've already, I've already fixed.
1: I'm not actually sure
3: it's a shaft out. Oh. No. It's very, I don't know. The light seems magical, but. it's very confusing could be another
5: trick
0: outside Uh, Sudi you do have enough time since you would at that point be over a thousand feet up to activate your winged boots before you reach terminal velocity also with Hollis desperately grabbing at your cloak as you start to plummet out of the sky
2: Sudi will arrest his uh, fall and then immediately start plummeting down
4: well we fly purposefully down (laughs) yeah
2: control plummeting yeah like, like superhero fo- going down, not like, like skydiver. Ah, skydiver without a parachute, you know.
4: Yeah. We fly down to inspect them and see if our friends are and okay. I,
2: hopefully they're still
0: alive. The pyramid falling fully upon the city of Wati has crushed into mostly the dead section of the city.
4: Okay. Mostly.
0: One corner of it has crushed entirely through the wall separating the living from the dead in the necropolis. Fun! Smashing through some buildings in the northeastern portion of the city of Wati, so kind of on the edge of the Asp district. Yikes. It seems like you just missed the walled off section of where the, the nobles were, so you're very close to the Phrasma's uh, Needle and the entrance to the necropolis. Where it all began and as you're descending down, you know, Sudi probably notes with some interest that you appear to have missed by probably a distance of less than 50 yards, the House of Pantheru.
4: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This pyramid was huge. Well, yeah, it was real big. I guess we'll land and see if there's anybody that needs help on the outside, and uh, then-
2: Well, Sudi's gonna go right right for trying to find an entrance to go inside.
4: Remind me, isn't the House
3: of Pantheru where our uh, what were they called? They're not knights. D- dark stalkers. Dark. Yeah, that's dark, the dark creepers. Yeah. Dark stalkers. The dark dark creepers. Era. That's what it was. Like, weren't they the in Claytony. the house? They there? weren't. No, no,
0: they were in the, they noble, were in the estate, noble estate uh, up the way from okay. there. It's another one of the estates on Vizier's Hill, which this just barely missed Vizier's okay. Hill.
2: Whew, good. So they're probably rattled, but not crushed.
0: Uh, descending down, Sudi, you find that the entrance is still here. Again, the structure seems to have surprisingly survived this.
2: As in, it's not even buried in the ground.
0: I mean it's crushed down into the ground but again the entrance had like the small platform and everything yeah. else yeah. like it's, it's smashed down but of course the rubble of all the buildings it just crushed through is keeping it from being like buried in the sand or anything like that
2: goodness well Sudi will run in and uh, you know reconfigure the entrance to go to the the correct uh, tunnel to take him in
4: I want to check on people see if there's anybody out here that needs help or whatever and then if that seems cool I'll follow Sudi
0: Immediately looking around, you don't hear or see anyone. Again, you don't know how many people were just taking cover inside of their houses because there was a flying pyramid shooting lasers earlier. Hopefully most. You do hear shouts coming from the direction of the entrance to the necropolis because the voice of the spire is still, of course, manning the entrance to the necropolis during this.
5: Okay,
4: then they got it. It's fine. I'll follow suit.
0: Cutting back. What are the ladies up to? In the form of Masika and Citra.
3: So I don't know how quickly they'll be here. Do we want to check this room real quick? It's the only thing that we haven't. Sure, I've got plenty uh,
1: of magic left. Okay, just be ready to zap. Narmer, be ready to spit.
0: I'm always ready for spit.
1: Well, whatever it was, just took (laughs) 77 falling damage. That's true. Well, Citra um, checks the door for
3: traps and then- Yeah.
0: Opening the door to this final chamber, you find a room with a war throne. This appears to have been a receiving room, so that the general could have sat upon her war throne and given orders. This may have actually been the one that was carried with her. It's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a palanquin where it has the two the rods on either side, so you could be carried oh. from place to place. Yeah. Okay. Denoting someone both of her station as well as as far as militarily speaking, as well as being the aunt of the pharaoh.
5: Hmm.
0: Other than that, there are a variety of other grave goods in here:
5: hmm.
0: mummified cats, things like that. Searching through it, if you so wish. Um, yeah.
1: That other hallway's a dead end, you said, except for a shaft out, maybe. Uh, th- the light
3: beam seems to be magic, but there does look to be a hole in the ceiling, so I don't know. <laughs> Could be another trick, though.
1: Yeah, apparently my my great, too many greats to say in a sentence, uncle was a, a fan of traps. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, your ancestor builds architectural marvels, mine splits people's souls, so...
0: Mine was an amazing four-armed mage. <laughs> That's kind of my dad, really. <laughs> but also, will show in an inventor sort of way. So I kind of okay. just bridged the gap between there.
1: Is there anything of interest in here?
0: I mean, historical interest, maybe, but uh, as far as monetarily speaking, no. What does uh, Masika get taking 10 on his spellcraft?
1: Uh, 27, but she gets a plus four to identify magical items, so a 31.
0: Okay. Just to go ahead and give all this, and you can grab this real quick, Jordan. Yeah. You find stuff. the following, uh, searching the body of Istakim Habet. Uh, as a side note, the other, uh, Harpies? harpy that was attempting to flee up the hole, uh, did not make it in time. Actually fell five feet short of having enough, moment, or enough movement so to get out of So only
1: one got out?
0: One of them got out, out of the hole, the other one... <laughs> Uh, is dead in that hallway because that 72 points of damage was enough to actually kill it by about 10 hit points. You find the following. You find a set of skyplate armor. Ooh, that sounds cool. Uh, identifying this, this suit of plus one steel lamellar weighs less than normal steel lamellar. Uh, it actually only weighs 20 pounds. Hmm. Skyplate armor grants its wearer the ability to use windwalk once per day. <laughs> oh, cool. Furthermore, while clad in skyplate armor, the wearer gains a plus four resistance bonus on all all saving throws against electricity effects, wind Mm -hmm. effects, and all effects associated with magical or mundane weather.
2: Neat. Nifty.
0: In addition to that, you find uh, a plus one bashing heavy steel shield. Okay. A plus two kopesh. Okay. Headband of alluring charisma plus four. All right. And a bracelet of friends. One charm remaining.
3: Weird. Bracelet of friends.
0: Yep. Yep. You can assign a charm to a person and it will teleport that person to you. In her case, it was actually assigned to um, Koron Took the Rubble Maker. So if you hadn't actually already fought him, she would just summon him with a teleportation spell.
2: Oh, if we hadn't fought him already, that would have been a real pain.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's all you find on her. Uh, Importantly, um, and again, I'm assuming you're just checking her real quick also if you check the uh, other...
5: Harpy?
0: Yeah, voice of the sun, you get another set of plus one le- leather lamellar armor, another plus two heavy wooden shield, another plus one composite longbow, and another plus one kopesh. So, like the stuff that you found before. The other thing I was going to mention is when you use your detect magic to determine the magical properties of these items, you would also determine that there is no magic on this building anymore. Mm. Ooh. The desecrate effect is gone. What other, other magical effects were once on this structure are gone? I'm so it's, go it's see... super broke.
1: If I can make any sense out of what's left of the control room. Yeah. All right.
0: Is Citra going with you?
1: Of course. But Masiko will make her way towards that pyramid in the middle of the room and see, see if she can make any heads or tails of how it may have been used. Very well. Is the electricity still cracking
0: across the walls? As you make your way back over there.
4: Are the invisible stalkers alive?
0: Well, oh, they can't see them. <laughs> like yeah, I but I don't as you make your way back over there
3: I figured Citra will be like Hello? Did anybody Make it?
0: Sudi and Hollis
5: hmm.
0: re-entering the structure God, This place is amazingly Still standing uh, It's tilting At about maybe a 10 degree angle or so uh, Towards its southeast corner Yikes hmm.
5: You're
0: going to guess from the structures that it crushed And is now sitting on top of uh, removing the stone fang, putting it back into place. The hallways do not shift or move.
2: Ah crud!
4: Yeah, I'll dimension Doris back over there.
2: Hope you have a third one prepared to get.
4: A- oh yes, sorry, I have another one prepared to get over there. Okay. And I actually have an open slot, so I can prepare another one if I have. Oh, 10 perfect. Minutes.
2: Okay, good. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um.
4: I'll just put us in the tomb room. The tomb room.
0: So suppose Citra Masika as you. ...finish identifying these magic items and begin making your way over towards the other room, there is a flash of purple from behind you. A door appears, and out steps Sudi and Hollis.
4: Oh, thank god y'all ain't dead.
2: Oh, thank all the gods. Oh, goodness.
3: Uh, One of the harpies is dead, the two elementals are dead, and we're about to check on the stalkers.
2: The magic of this place also seems to be damaged because we couldn't go through the mouth.
3: I think Masika said it's gone. Uh, and if it makes you feel better, this fell in the ne- necropolis mostly, uh, better, but there are people who live in the necropolis too.
4: Well, it's better than falling in the middle of the living side of the city
0: unless it landed exactly in the middle of like the walkway area in front of a temple where it was just mm-hmm. a big open space, and then there'd be a cool pyramid there now.
4: I mean fair, but
0: although actually, I don't think that courtyard was uh what is just place like three hundred feet, feet across five yeah. hundred feet across, pretty big,
1: yeah. I'm going to see if I can make any heads or tails out of what's left of the
4: engine, Majigger. All right, let's see if those stalkers are okay.
0: Turning, making your way in. No, there are no stalkers here either.
4: Oh, they must have gone home then. All right, all right, that's fine.
0: I'll go ahead and give this to. Uh, actually, I'll give this to all of the spellcasters because you guys can probably take ten on a spellcraft and or a knowledge arcana or anything like that and easily get like a twenty-five. You're high-level <laughs> characters. If they were bound here by magic, that magic was probably tied into the magic that suffused this entire place, which means that when that broke, it sent everything back home. It stopped the extra dimensional travel through the snake mouths, or at the very least, the weird warping of the walls through the snake mouths. It stopped Mm -hmm. the... uh, uh, Technically, if you check the snake mouth, it's actually still there in this end.
5: Oh, okay, good. It's connecting
0: to its last location, which would take you back to where you were previously, where you fought the Mm -hmm. rubble maker. But now it's forever just going to be that one tunnel. That's fine. Because everything is broken. The acoustics are still amazing. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Making your way in here? Mm-hmm. The room is quiet and dark. No thrumming. No magic.
1: Masika is going to investigate the pyramid in the center and see if there's any just she, anything she can learn with just an engineering check.
0: Uh, what are the rest of you doing in the meantime?
4: Hollis mm. will flip open her spell book and start... Preparing a uh, dimension door to get out of here. Citra's just kind of keeping watch, just in case that something's back. still left. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, Sudi's going to probably end up doing the same, because like, he's not going to be have any help in engineering or magic. Or not this level of engineering, I actually have some ranks in engineering, but like, this is like well beyond his abilities.
0: Masika, taking seven minutes to look over the walls and pyramid here. Go ahead and make me a linguistics check.
1: Roll a ten for a sixteen.
0: Yeah, you can tell this is not engineering. Your all of this seems to be some sort of complicated magic. But the difficulty is as you look over all the inscriptions on the walls, is piecing together the arcane—not in the capital arcane, but arcane writing here. These strange inscriptions and what they seem to be hinting at.
1: I can't figure it out. It's too complex. Hmm.
2: It's quite a maneuver denying your enemy the weapon just told me to
4: look at it. it I mean I'm not really an engineer
0: but well, there's no there's no actual like mechanics here oh like there's no clockwork or gears or anything it's just like it's like hmm. they wrote it all in bad ancient Osiriani poetry
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh well it' only took me a minute to prepare that spell so I guess Hollis will look over everything and it's in, it's uh, linguistics
0: yeah I mean someone can aid you if they would like to I don't know who has the best linguistics in the party. I have an eleven.
1: I have a seven.
5: I, I have
0: five.
1: You. I mean, I had a six, so yeah, I don't. Uh, well, you could also try to aid
0: it. still. I don't aid you. you.
1: Okay, well, okay. Masika aids, probably pointing out the places where it makes absolutely no sense to her.
4: Ah, uh, yeah. Does anybody else aid? I uh, do too.
2: I do not aid you.
4: All right, I rolled a thirteen, and with all the aids, I get a twenty-eight.
0: God, you feel like you're so close to figuring out something. <laughs>
4: It's probably DC
0: 30. Yeah, Just barely, like, there's something. Did Sugar aid you? you aid. Sugar doesn't Quite have linguistics. Rasp. What about
4: Narmer? Does Narmer oh, have Oh, Narmer could aid. I,
0: wait, wait.
1: <laughs> I mean, a fish. It's a bur- bird? It's a bird? A stork or something. Stork? Narmer rolls a 19 on the die, so if we're eating, wow. if we're adding Masika's ranks in, he aids you. Yay, 30? I a fish. So, so we're, like, puzzling it. I remember it Narmer, it
0: fish in it. <laughs> it also sounds up like goes, I'm in ta-ta. a fish. <laughs> Believe right. that gives you a 30?
4: thirty.
0: Thirty.
4: Yep. I'll allow it.
0: Because <laughs> otherwise, you can spend another day to like research it and all the rest. of it. Well, yeah. Oh
4: well. Meh.
0: After about seven minutes, all of you poring over this, Sudi mostly looking at that and going like, "I think it might be this or this." Until you eventually just stop listening to Sudi because again, he barely <laughs> he barely knows how to read and write normal Osiriani. <laughs> Uh, fortunately, we'll I actually, probably knows ancient Osiriani better because of the magically enhanced tablet.
2: I was going to say I've had a lot of exposure to ancient Osiriani in the last like six months or however long mm. we've been on this adventure.
0: I keep also forgetting that you guys could just pull out that magical tablet that you have that lets you like cast oh, spells
2: with Stone, it too. Yeah,
4: does it? I don't even know what that does.
2: I thought that was just to teach us Ancient
1: Osiriani. Yeah, I didn't think I, I it completely had any magic powers.
4: And oh, we're all like, wait, what is this item? We pull it back out and look at it. <laughs> I thought it just let us learn Ancient Osiriani. Yeah. I didn't think I it, it gave us a was just a Rosetta Stone. A stone. Look, watch it give us, like, comprehend languages or whatever, and we could have just been like...
2: Never throw away the special book one items, y'all.
4: I wasn't a spellcaster when we got that, to be fair. That's I was true. like, eh, I just stab stuff.
0: Uh, does the following. Characters, Hieroglyphs of three language correspond to one another, so on and so forth, Rosetta Stone stuff, it lets you learn the language. Once per day, upon speaking the command word, the owner of this tablet can read and understand any written text as if you use and comprehend language for a period of 30 minutes. It does not allow the owner to speak or write unknown languages, or read magical writings. In addition, this tablet is readily available and at hand. The owner gains a plus three competence bonus on all linguistics checks. Finally, if the owner knows that at least one of the three languages inscribed on the tablet, they can attempt a linguistics check to translate the other two languages, even if untrained in the linguistics skill. Also, yeah, possession of the Tablet of Linguists lo- serves as an acceptable rationale for the owner to learn one of the three languages inscribed upon it by putting a rank in linguistics at char- during character advancement, without the need of a teacher or library.
3: So, am I the only one that didn't remember any of the first no. stuff? No,
0: at all? no, I remember.
3: Yeah. Okay, glad yeah. I wasn't the only one.
2: No. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. This you could also like pull two, this tablet two and a half out. years ago, like... <laughs> who, even,
3: who even has that tablet? It's probably Suti. He carries the loot.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's a 30-pound block of stone, so I imagine Sudi's been Sudi. lugging this around yeah. this whole time. <laughs> well,
2: I've not been factoring that into my weight at all. Uh, well, well, if you, you had really a should.
1: bag of holding, then you probably... I don't, I don't even have know if Hollis knows now. you have that stone. And Masika doesn't know you guys have it either. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's actually only so-, so I guess like...
1: Well, Citra would know.
0: Yeah, so Citra's like, hold on a second, and like digs through Sootie's back and pulls out this 30-pound slab. <laughs> it's like, let's use this to translate. Huh. So you're welcome. I've reminded you of a magic item that you have that's kind of cool. Nice. Uh, looking this over, you are able to determine something, some interesting things. This room channels the intense magical powers of the aromatic infundibulum siphoning and focusing its ancient energies to give the five pointed sun the power of flight
5: Hmm.
0: not only this but this pyramid is not the source of that power oh the energy seems to be being broadcast from some other distant point the central nexus point which then allows for the flying of the other structures. Ooh, connected that means we could
4: probably it. bring them to us or something. No, so... it means
2: we can ground all of them yeah, if we but, just turned off the tap. But right? we don't
4: know where they're over.
0: From looking over this, you can tell based on the eight walls in here and the two lines of inscription on each wall that there appear to be 16 satellites.
4: Hmm. So it's probably his pyramid.
1: No, it's it, it's the it's the slave trenches, and then it's the generals that are the satellites. Because Jesus yeah, cause it told 15. us if we stopped the hawket, if we stop, if we went to the slave trenches and turned it off, it would ground Hawketep's pyramid. So.
0: No, no, you're you're going to the slave trenches to activate it. Oh yeah. Because the slave trenches are a weapon designed yeah. to pull pull these things down from the sky. Hollis, you're also aware that it is possible to destroy the magical link in this room. Uh, Thus removing the five-pointed sun's uh, power of directional flight.
4: Well, you don't say. Yep.
0: (laughs) Discovered that. You could do that by actually damaging the surrounding walls or anything like that. Yeah, Um, but does it let you
1: control it or does it just go in a free fall like like it did?
0: Unfortunately, it seems like control has to be granted at the point of origin.
1: Okay. So
2: there was no way we could have gotten control of it.
0: However, if you, did, if you do destroy the focus or basically overwrite it, you could actually you know, come in here and just disintegrate the central pyramid in this room. The pyramid would, over the course of uh, basically two minutes, slowly descend down to the ground.
1: Oh.
2: Well, if we have to do another pyramid, now we know how to take it out. If we have well, to, let's if we hopefully
4: have to not it. have to do that.
2: Let's hopefully not have to do that.
4: All right, well, obviously you can... Uh, put an end to the magical effect, but this was actually just receiving the magic ability to fly from somewhere else. And there are 16 total satellites. This is a satellite. So uh
2: the other pyramids
0: are the, the other pyramids. Satellites. And
4: I'm assuming they're getting it from Hakatab. I mean, he seems to be the one that can grant the power to control these things too.
0: So it's, it's like a well, like you can have multiple wells dug into a single reservoir of magic.
4: Uh, Yeah.
0: Or Not like an a,
1: a
5: dandelion. Lake.
1: We need to go to the slave trenches and quickly.
2: And they clearly didn't want us to gain control of this, which is why she destroyed it.
0: Oh, sorry. There is one last thing that Hollis would have been made aware of.
4: Oh, the magic stops when the person you, that was controlling it dies. It's like a failsafe.
2: So she didn't even need to say a command word or anything.
4: Nah, she was just being dramatic. I think.
2: What a
0: sore loser.
4: Well.
2: Although she, she... <laughs> would, uh, technically it would not matter because she would have fallen out of the sky anyway. Jeez.
4: <laughs> I mean we yeah, should have been place. like sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or jokes on you and then finger guns and then uh-huh. I like the idea that she's
2: like I give this I give this tomb to you. Have fun and then just like die. <laughs> uh, well,
3: bye. I I think we should probably go check on the city first before we start venturing to the slave trenches. Oh, well sure, we that need to rest, eat.
4: but uh gather round, I can take us out of here. Um I know where we are so I can actually I'm not going to have to put us 800 feet in the air and then drop it was it's a whole thing. She gathers everyone, Dimension doors us, essentially to the outside of the pyramid, like on the living side of the city.
2: Thought you're going to uh, take us to like Seb like audience chamber so we could be like, um, yeah, so mission accomplished, but there was a wrinkle.
4: Uh, I was just, if we I wanted to check. I don't know if check, you heard we'll the check... banging outside. If we wanted to check on the people in the city, I figured we'd want to check on them right here. So I just put no, right. us on the living corner that we busted, essentially like right there outside of the pyramid. I did a cursory glance and didn't see anything, but I mean, I only looked for like a second.
3: Do we want to look in her sarcophagus before we leave? Oh, I thought y'all looked everywhere in here.
1: No, I just grabbed her stuff that was on the ground. Oh. Is
2: the lid still floating? Uh, no.
1: Eh, she's not in there. It's not like grave Robin, right? Honestly, at this point, she dropped a pyramid on the city. Screw her. Oh, okay,
2: cool. <laughs> I may not like it, but I kind of agree. at this moment, <laughs> yeah. that was a very unkind thing to do.
0: Uh, once again, it does fall into the church-sanctioned. Yeah. We're, in the well. in
2: <laughs> Actually,
3: we're in the necropolis
0: now! So technically, we're in work. the necropolis, so it does If we go back
2: to book one, it said no disturbing the, de- the, the dead like desecrating their corpses or anything like that. Technically, no corpse in there. Fair game.
0: And then this right. lady dropped a pyramid on them. <laughs>
4: So F those, those, that lady specifically.
0: There might've been a couple faded people or something like that in here. Like trying to steal some stuff while like, Oh, everyone's distracted by this pyramid. Let's go and loot the graveyard. Oh pyramid.
2: Do they deserve (laughs) punishment? Yes. Did they deserve to be like the, the, uh, what was it? The good witch of the East who got squished? Wicked witch of
4: the West. (laughs) West. Oh, wait, no, it was her
5: sister.
2: No, no it was the,
0: the Wicked Witch of the East.
2: Wicked, Wicked Witch Okay, so it's East. like the Wicked Witch of the East getting a building dropped on her, you know?
0: I really hope there's some shoes in the sarcophagus.
5: Oh, my right, God. If <laughs> there
0: was, that'd be so nice.
4: All right, yeah, I guess we'll go look in there. Please, more I boots mean, of flying. Poke that open.
0: Uh Yeah, making your way in there. Again, this was held up by the same magic that suffused the rest of this place, so hmm. it appears to have also dropped. You Imagine that s- depiction of Hockateps probably still standing, the immovable rods.
1: Yeah, but oh, st- <laughs> it crashed into the ceiling?
0: Yeah, Maybe, I don't know. And then hey. the
1: statues of the Secpatra are probably fine with the
2: They probably can... actually punched two holes and they're just floating around. Again, in the
0: air I, now. I apologize because I'm always bad at remembering anything that I read or who wrote it, but some, I think somebody started up a debate of when they activated those and the pyramid had started flying, wouldn't it just be like. Dragging that statue everywhere it goes, so like when it shifts, yes. the statue keeps trying to stay That's in one how, place. That's when you but get into real world physics, around. it's
4: bad. You gotta yeah, stop. Yeah, it, <laughs>
2: if it's literally immovable, it means that those rods crush through the statue and the pyramid all the way through the roof and are just hanging in the air. But I think
4: it's just relative. But they're
0: is not relative, immovable yeah. because uh, there's a strength check to move them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but they're probably but,
4: a relative immovable type of a situation.
2: It's very difficult to move them.
4: Well, I guess it depends on what your fo-
0: your point of yeah well because then you get into the whole like oh well if it's actually movable when you click it shouldn't it go speeding off with the rotation of the planet
4: yeah and but, then uh, it gets real wick- wiggly you don't want to go down that road and then, and then it gets Magic.
2: even more wiggly with the movement of the sun around the rest of the galaxy yeah. and like very weird things happen there
0: it's should just gone. be random movable rods out in space ow it hit <laughs> me what
4: is it a rod Come well
2: <laughs> it's one of those things like suddenly just the moon blows up and you're like what it's like well, somebody had an immovable rod somewhere uh, in the
0: universe and sorry I'm just suddenly picturing a Starfinder thing where it's like oh we're being chased by another ship but there's like somebody just leans out the airlock and clicks an immovable rod I do love that
2: I do love that. that would be uh. amazing and I need immovable rods so now we made into Starfinder so we can add that as a special move in starship combat. There you go
3: It's like Caltrops in space
2: Exactly. Deploy the immovable rod just uh, Little, just light, line up little tiny black rods all over the place
4: That's really cool All right. Anyway, uh, anyone searching
0: the sarcophagus may make me a perception check
4: Okay I roll a 3 for a 16.
2: <laughs> I roll a 17 for a 40.
4: I rolled a 15
3: for
1: a 32. <laughs> Masika's going to let the more savvy, like searchy people handle
0: that. People with them good eyes. She says with Narmer with the second highest perception just sitting on his shoulder going, yep.
4: Well, I mean, Narmer would help.
0: <laughs> well, you have to roll for Narmer.
4: <laughs> what if I told you you are Narmer? <laughs>
1: Kind of, Armor sort of. rolls a seventeen, which gets him a
0: thirty-five. Uh, searching the sarcophagus, you find that the sarcophagus is empty. However, there is a cartouche carved on the inside of the sarcophagus lid. Oh gosh!
2: For a, a secret false
0: bottom. That? It appears that you could depress it.
3: Is it trapped?
0: Not that you can tell.
3: No, you are rogue. I guess you would. It doesn't be able look to tell, like maybe. a trap. Do you want me to push it? Sure. That as well. Alright, I suggest everyone step back. <laughs> Literally,
2: Sudi is thinking, well, if the magic of this powerful pyramid is broken, probably whatever trap mechanism that is is putty Wait, right now.
4: Wait, maybe Sudi should push it because you look, I mean, pretty banged up.
2: Oh, that's a good point, actually. Sudi, Sudi goes and he pushes the button like in that way that like he baps it and then immediately moves his hand back.
0: <laughs> you booped it. I booped it. Depressing this, you find that it is a concealed latch.
4: Hey pressing
0: this means that you can open a hidden shelf inside of the lid of the sarcophagus That's
4: you are going to say an escape hatch
0: <laughs> you pull this it loads it on a, a cleverly hidden track that takes it over to that shaft and then it stands it on end and then it just shoots it straight up like an ejector <laughs> seat out of the top of the pyramid
5: just launching the escape vessel <laughs> the escape
4: pod
1: <laughs> wow oh my god
0: it would have been great if it was an animated sarcophagus also. So first it <laughs> eats you and then it shoots itself off
5: in <laughs> its space.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That would have been amazing. And then it
2: just drops you like in free fall.
0: Opening this you find a ring, a paraffin, and a cool looking blue war helmet. Oh, like that, a traditional cool. war helmet style of the, uh, the Osiriani. Nice. Are
4: they magical?
0: Uh, all three of these items are magical.
4: I get a 33 if I take 10.
0: A 33.
4: Oh, wait. A 35, because they're items.
0: Okay. So, first off, this helmet is a Helm of Brilliance. Mm Hmm. When you don it and speak the command word, this normal-looking helmet becomes uh, a helmet made of brilliant silver and polished steel. Uh, Basically, the moment you speak the command word, it looks awesome.
5: (laughs) Cool.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, The helmet, when it was created, had 10 diamonds, 20 rubies, 30 fire opals, and 40 opals.
5: Holy cow!
0: This helmet has one diamond, two rubies, four fire opals, and one opal remaining. Oh, they do things. Uh, As they do do things. When struck by bright light, the helmet centralizes and sends forth reflective rays in all directions from its crown-like gem-tipped spikes. The jewels function as follows. The diamond, of which there's one remaining, can cast Prismatic Spray. The two rubies can cast wall of fire each. The four fire opals can each do a fireball. By the way, these are caster level that's, these are uh, at caster level thirteen. And the one opal can do a daylight spell.
5: Oh my The
0: helmet may be used once per round, but each gem can perform its spell-like power just once until all the jewels are depleted. A Helm of Brilliance also has the following magical properties when activated. Uh, First off, when you activate it, it emanates a bluish light when undead are within 30 feet. This light causes 1d6 points of damage per round to all such creatures within range. Holy cow! The wearer may command... Obviously this is why she was keeping it hidden inside of the compartment. (laughs) (laughs) The wearer may command any weapon he wields to become a flaming weapon. Huh. This is in addition to whatever abilities the weapon may already have, unless the weapon is already flaming.
2: Citra, you need this.
1: Yeah, Citra, you gotta hat. <laughs> this. Yeah, it
2: sounds like you need this hat. This. Like, seriously.
0: The command takes one round to take effect. Lastly, the helmet provides fire resistance of 30. This, proche- oh this protection does not stack with similar protection from other sources.
4: I mean, I wow. wanted it until it did the weapon stuff, and now it sounds like Citra might need it. So he's just going to wear this and we're going to go up to Tap and she's going to be like,
3: fireball, fireball,
2: fireball, I'm fireball, prismatic
5: fireball. spray. <laughs> <It's>
3: prismatic,
2: spray. <laughs> prismatic spray and you teleport to another realm and we're just like, ah, no." And then at
3: the end, she looks to Hollis and is like, so that's what it feels like to be a wizard. It's it does have cool. a final
0: <laughs> ability. Uh, once all the jewels have lost the, their magic, the helmet loses its powers and gems turn into worthless powder. If a creature wearing the helmet is damaged by a magical fire after the fire protection is taken into account and fells an additional DC-15 will save, the remaining gems on the helmet overload and detonate. Oh! Remaining Aww. diamonds become prismatic sprays that each randomly target a creature within ah. range. Rubies oh. become straight line firewalls extending outward in a random direction from the helmet wearer. <laughs> the fire opals become fireballs centered on the helmet wearer, and the fire opals and the helmet itself are destroyed.
3: So it's a self destruct. Yeah. If you fail if and
2: you, you, fail you fail a 15 we, uh, will save,
0: which. Yep, the D- DC 15 will save and also. Um, Magical
4: fire damage greater than 30.
0: Yeah. Well wow. on the plus side, if it if you're handing it over to someone with evasion, you know, they could still potentially yeah. evade all the fireballs exploding off their own head. <laughs> yeah. but,
4: well, and you probably aren't gonna be the one taking fire damage because you would evade. It's true.
0: Uh, I'll have to check and determine what the value of this is since many of these items have been used. This is regularly speaking a hundred and twenty five thousand gold Jeez. magic item. <laughs> but Holy it's cow. like Although, um, half use. Yeah, tons of the gems have already been used. So the That's value of it, maybe.
1: Shoot, and even just using it for the extra, the aura damage to undead, and most mummies yeah. are vulnerable to fire, so it gives your weapons
4: flaming. Or stab, stab,
1: Citra. It's also
0: undead radar.
4: Yes. Or- yes. <laughs> Listen, we put it on Narmer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's
4: okay. usually not targeted by spells because he hides. Yeah. But in order for the aura to work, he'd have to pop his head out.
2: <laughs> Would that add a... The 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 fire, whatever, flaming to his mouth? To his spit? Cannon?
4: <laughs> so it'd be fiery acid? No, it
0: specifically states weapon Aww. that you willed. Yeah,
4: Aww. but then he could just prismatic spray it.
2: I kind of I kinda like that because then we're not giving up additional casting powers or Citra stabby powers. Well,
4: and armor and Citra doesn't have to worry about taking fire damage and exploding. That's, I'm, I'm a little scared, but I, I think it'll be okay either way.
0: Because
2: armor will almost never take fire damage either.
0: Well, Citra also has evasion, so. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Armor does time not have evasion because of his. And uh, uh, what's Citra's will type. save?
4: Citra's got a
1: bad roll eleven.
5: Save.
0: Yeah,
1: she only has to roll a four. That's true. That's up to, it's up to
5: Yeah,
1: I mean, if Citra hey. wants it, cool. Yeah, take it, Citra.
0: It Be takes a head slot, so I don't her. know if you have a head slot open, but.
1: Oh no, I don't have anything like that. Rad, very cool.
0: There are two more, almost equally cool magical items. Oh right, I
4: still, I, I still get a thirty-three dollars.
0: <laughs> we were so excited just by the first thing. I love that there's a theme to these, and I'll get into that in a second. They're all blue. The second item that you find is a stone, bright blue, huh. that dangles on a silver chain meant to be worn on the neck. The, this is a paraffit, This parafit automatically beca- the wearer of this parafit automatically becomes stable if their hit points drop below zero, but not if the damage done is enough to kill the wearer. The paraffit doubles the wearer's normal rate of healing and allows normal healing of wounds that would not normally be able to do so. Hit point damage caused by bleeding is negated for the wearer of the parafit, uh, but they're still susceptible from damage from bleeding that causes ability damage or drain. Wow. In essence, it makes you immune to the bleed effect and also you double hit point healing
2: and auto stabilizes you like I have.
4: I feel like that's also oh, a citra okay. or masika thing
0: It does take up a neck slot is the only problem I have with this two line. and
4: I can't afford another But the whole auto stabilize is really nice
0: How but much does that, that Yeah amulet.
2: I already have those, not good for me
4: I've already got the anti-mummy Amulet and the Good anti-blindness Amulet so I don't really want another amulet
0: There is also a ring uh, That is a paraffin of wound closure uh, This of wound closure. You can identify as a uh, This is a golden ring it is covered in small hieroglyphs, and the front flat portion of the ring has a onk design. Cool. This is a ring of stony flesh. Upon donning the ring, the wearer's skin gains the appearance of flexible stone. Hmm. Once per day, the wearer can expend a charge as a standard action to gain the benefits of stone skin. Oh. While well, oh, under wow. this effect, the wearer gains the earth glide ability, allowing oh. her to move through unworked or Work stone, or earth as easily as a fish swims through water. That's cool. The wearer cannot move through stone composed of multiple blocks such as the walls of a tomb or castle with his ability only through solid masses of stone. In addition, a ring of stony flesh automatically nullifies any petrification effect that targets the wearer by expending two charges, <laughs> providing that the ring has at least two charges remaining. The ring's protection effect activates before the wearer attempts a saving throw against the petrification attempt. The ring has wow. ten charges. Holy cow. It had 10 charges when it was made, and it still has 10 charges now. Because apparently she bought worth? this thing to protect herself from petrification, and then was never petrified again, like a yeah. good adventurer.
5: Fair. It is
0: worth 18,000.
3: It's pretty neat. That's pretty cool.
2: Uh, That seems like something that'd be good for I guess, Citra? Kind of be good for everybody, but...
3: Well, I mean, this is was the warrior lady, and I'm the warrior lady
2: of that
0: yeah. group,
3: so it kind of makes yeah, sense. That way
0: you whether or not Sudi Sto- 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 wants know. to lean into being completely looking like stone at this point.
2: Well, it's You're more the, there, the fact but... <laughs> that the DR I get from that is not going to stack with the DR that I have, so... I mean, it would double sure. my DR, but...
0: As a side note, this stone skin is cast at a caster level 11th. Hmm.
1: Mystica has a ring slot open, but that's really expensive, and I don't... I don't know if I...
0: No, it's oh. only 18,000. Yeah, that's 18, 18, the next 000, time we're that's not a lot at stuff. this point. You could be a stony catfish!
5: <laughs> and you get
0: glide. How cool is that? <laughs> oh, we could swim through Earth together! Oh, wait, I don't get the... Be- oh, actually, if I'm inside your bag, I can. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Question is, is that ring better than the Ring of Energy Shroud?
0: Well, keep in mind that the Ring of Energy Shroud won't stack with your helmet. The fire oh, resistance yeah, you, you get from it. So if you're wearing the helmet that gives you fire resistance, you've got no reason to actually hang on to the ring at that point.
1: Yeah. How much fire resistance does your Ring of Shroudiness give you?
0: The Ring of Energy Shroud. Uh, so first off, it gives you uh, five fire resistance.
1: Like the helmet's 30 is way better
0: yeah once per day as an immediate action the wearer can negate the damage of an incoming uh, fire effect on themselves but not anyone else transforming that damage into a shroud of energy that reads the wearer's body as if under the effects of the elemental aura spell well,
1: see that honestly probably be pretty good for Masika anyway yeah if you want to take the petrification ring I'll take the fire aura majigger ring excellent
4: everyone is getting to where I can fireball them <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm just gonna, like, probably confuse the heck out of Hakatev when we get there, because I'm gonna look like the rogue, and I'll be like, Fireball! Oh, she's a wizard! And then I get in there and stab-stab with sneak attack, and he's like, what?! <laughs> you gotta prismatic spray that a-hole.
0: Yeah, yep. <laughs> I think mean, that does mean that Citra has one prismatic spray up her sleeve.
3: <laughs> I still have 20 scrolls of magic missile, too.
0: Yeah, yeah I was go.
4: like, I don't know if ever gonna <laughs> use that, but it is fun.
0: So, do you think the, uh, the Scrivener's Wall is still working?
4: Probably I doubt not. it. All the
0: no. other
1: magic's been destroyed.
0: I wanted to draw a funny picture on it and send like send it over there.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could try.
0: Like a catfish giving him a finger.
1: Except
3: for sure, she don't have fingers.
0: He's the out of his flippers. Oh God, no!
1: Narmer, you know you can hold a pin.
0: It's sure. It's really weird. <laughs> My flippers are kind of like those uh, those little slap bracelets that were really popular way back in the day. In the ancient Oshurian times. The
4: 4690s. (laughs) Hollis also checks on Sugar and the Drake egg. But they they seem fine.
0: Oh, I'm doing just fine. You made the right call.
4: Mm. I mean, I agree.
0: We didn't sign up for that. I ain't no captain. I'm not going down with the ship.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got to save the mask. But everything worked out okay. That's true. Anyway, I think we're in a town, so, uh, we can get a real dinner and that'd be real nice. Stay in a place with a bed. Hmm.
0: Might as well make ourselves comfortable before we leave this place.
4: (sighs) Off to a rocky start, I would say.
0: Things we're looking up. (laughs) Do a fourth wall break here real quick and see how many more maps are left on this adventure path.
1: Oh my God. Too
0: many more maps. (laughs) So many maps.
1: Let's face it. Masika eventually just starts helping Narmer doodle things on the wall.
0: <laughs> yeah, they seem to have no effect.
1: Yeah, but we're still doodling on the
4: wall. Well, yep. if we find another one of
1: these pyramids, Narmer we should figure out what that is.
0: here. <laughs> Why did I put an H with wash? <laughs> yep, sorry, guys. The Scrivener's wall's broken, too.
2: Hmm. I kind of figured it would be.
0: I drew a little picture of that guy where he's, like, he's just peeking up over the side of the wall and staring at you with big nose.
2: What? Creepy. I know exactly what you're talking about, but Uh Sudi doesn't. (laughs) He doesn't know who Kilroy is.
4: Alright, come on y'all, let's get... I take us out uh, right next to the pyramid on the living side.
0: Casting Dimension Door, there is a flash of light and all of you step free into the brilliant sunlight once again as you step back free outside. By this point, a crowd has begun to gather around, uh, especially since you teleported yourself out on the living side, around the side of the pyramid that is crushed through one of the walls, doing their best to clear out the rubble and destruction surrounding this. And they kind of start as all of you appear. Oh,
4: sorry, y'all.
2: We're here to help. Does anyone need aid?
0: Uh, fortunately, the pyramid did crush into the necropolis, meaning that there do, do not appear to have been any, you guess, living fatalities. And then again, you don't think that there's anything left still undead in the necropolis the structural damage is immense and the church of phrasma is already beginning to arrive to assess the the damage both to the walls as well as the surrounding area
5: Mm -hmm.
0: i imagine you probably take a short bit out to just kind of make sure everyone here is safe yeah make certain that you know no one was caught in the collapse although you got disintegrating half a building or something to quickly get you know
2: "Eh, anybody under there now yeah i was gonna say if you got hit by the pyramid you're Probably immediately dead, so. oh well,
0: yeah, it does do 26 points of damage if it lands on you. Yep. <laughs> Plus the crushing damage that follows every round thereafter.
2: Yeah. The average commoner is dead for sure, even at minimum damage.
0: You make your way out from here. I imagine return back in the direction of the Temple of Prasma. Mm-hmm. Before you can reach the temple, you can see that the voice of the spire are already fully mobilized. And you pass them on their way into the necropolis to secure the surrounding area and probably figure out what they're going to do about expanding the wall to get mm. this pyramid inside of the necropolis now. Yeah. The masons are going to get some uh, good employment out of this.
4: Well, you know, economy. <laughs> yeah,
2: we, we helped the economy and made it easier to develop that land if they can get rid of the pyramid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like your argument is develop the land if they can get rid of the pyramid, despite the fact that up until this point, there were just buildings there they could have gotten rid of if they wanted to develop the land
4: (laughs) it's still technically a tomb
0: Yep, we did some demolition, light demolition work to
4: help them make the wall you know I don't know
0: (laughs) however as you begin to approach the temple you see the tall lanky form of Tetmanib he nods over towards all of you goes back to tossing slices of raw meat into the crocodile enclosure yay waiting for you to make his way over Rubs the uh, the blood off of his hands on the uh, this corner of his robe. <laughs> well, you never disappoint when you make your return. <laughs> yes, a crashing success.
2: <laughs> so, so he just looks kind of embarrassed, it was like it did not go according to plan.
1: Citra, or mm. I'm not Citra. Masika tries not to snicker at Tetmaniv's joke about crashing successes. Um, I'm
3: pretty sure it was Quasen's joke. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. yeah.
5: Hmm. Well,
1: it, it it uh it turns out when you, when you kill the undead monstrosity controlling the pyramid, it just falls out of the sky. Yep.
0: You know the old adage. <laughs> Maybe they don't. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go with don't.
0: Oh, fool me once, right?
3: Oh, that one.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say what
2: goes up must come down.
0: Oh, I think well, that that's just this. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I suppose if it goes far enough up, it doesn't have to come down.
1: Are we under arrest for dropping a pyramid on the city? But (laughs) also, he's a voice, and this is Tatmenev. He doesn't arrest people. Of course, she doesn't know that. (laughs) I guess that's fair.
0: You came and dealt with the problem.
3: Not exactly the way we wanted to deal with it, but yes.
2: It turns out there's no, like, control room or way to assume control of that pyramid. Live and learn. Well,
0: hopefully. The next time it won't be quite as precipitous of a departure on your part.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I've fallen out of the sky twice today, and um, I've decided
4: uh, I don't like it. Well, now we know. We can do a controlled fall. You can come with us. I can drop us from real high. Which should give us, I don't know, six seconds or so to activate any magic items that can keep us from falling to our deaths.
3: I'm gonna go with I don't want to be (laughs) free-falling ever. I mean fair.
2: I think she's she's on camp. Keep your feet on the ground.
3: Well, I mean, we're yes. fighting a scarf arrow. Yeah, and I'm going to put his feet on the ground. Ah, in the ground.
2: Uh, in the ground. Oh, Back you dead. earth glide and you try to take him with you now. Oh, that'd be cool. It doesn't
0: work oh, that oh, way. I,
3: I was thinking, put him six feet under. But okay, yeah, that's what <laughs> I was thinking.
0: So, what is the next logical step for the doorkeepers?
3: We're headed through the slave trenches.
0: The slave trenches of Harkatub.
3: This man knows about the slave, yeah, about the slave
0: trenches. Only in that going there is a death sentence.
3: Oh, well, yeah, more course. Well, pretty everything. much everything we've been doing is a death sentence.
2: It turns out that it also could be the one chance we have to ground the rest of those, as there are a bunch more in the sky.
4: Fifteen more, I hmm. think, over major cities and this empire and what used to be this empire.
0: Well, that seems like it would be repetitive. Yeah, well. <laughs> yes, it would break the rule of three. <laughs>
2: Hence why we're going to go there and just do this one thing and not have to try to board all 15 remaining ones. The
4: man's extravagant, I must say. Hakatep.
2: I mean, it would have made sense from my border defense standpoint if you're going to need to do the entirety of the Osirian, you know, borders. But now it's just ridiculous.
5: Hmm.
3: So why, why do you say that everyone who goes there needs a death sentence? Just the travel there is bad or there's something there?
2: Didn't we learn there's a guardian there that slays anybody who goes there?
3: Yeah, I just want to hear the rumors.
5: What
0: I've heard before is that there's some sort of ghost. Huh. Ah. The stories vary. <laughs> no, probably not a literal ghost. Well, I mean, it could be. Well. But mostly the stories are uh, a dark man comes to people at night and warns them away as they approach the structures.
4: Oh, did fair? Well, that guy seems helpful. Maybe,
2: hmm. unless it's one of those—if they don't listen, he then slays them.
4: Oh, if you see a version of one of us with an animal head, oh, uh, could you like send us, us a that. message?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking. Have I? No, I haven't. <laughs> 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 I love
5: <him> <laughs>
0: What kind of animal?
1: Any animal, like a crocodile
4: or or an abyss. Wasn't there an ibis one?
0: How would I know that it's a version of you if it doesn't have your head?
4: If you see a person walking around with an <laughs> animal head, like an actual animal head, not a depiction, you can
0: not assume like it's a mask, one of us. like a like an actual
2: head. Like somebody cut that head off and put like an ibis on top of it.
4: Yeah, if you see something like that, just send us a message. It'd be very helpful. They're trying to kill one of us.
0: <laughs> I'll pray for ascending then.
4: All right. Thank you. And assuming
0: the goddess answers, then I suppose we'll see. That sounds interesting. Eh,
4: I think it's very—it's a very interesting thing. Just I don't want to be killed by my animal head itself. I mean, they might be trapped in the
3: pyramid still. Maybe. Who knows?
1: Well, they have all of our abilities. There's a good chance that they figure out a way to get out of the pyramid, through. Uh, but
3: I think uh, we should help how we can, and then get some rest.
0: I would be happy to offer you some place to stay in the temple, although right. I imagine you could find more comfortable accommodations at the Tooth and Hookah.
3: I wonder if our suite is still available. I'm thinking the fanciest room we can
4: afford.
2: There was a suite we stayed in while we were doing, well, I guess the events that started this whole thing, exploring the Necropolis, so maybe.
4: I'm also going to prepare Dream. I got to send a message to my parents because, uh, I mean, I'll just tell them to keep an eye out for a, a flying pyramid, I guess. Oh, my parents are in death room. Oh, we can send them a message. Why don't we send a message to any people we need and just tell them, like, go on a vacation in Absalom or Sargava or something. Like, get out of this area for a little while. (laughs)
0: I'm sorry. I just I love that Hollis was recently bad mouthing the nobles and how like disconnected they are from things. And then she's just like, "Oh yeah, just go on a vacation to another country completely." Sorry. You know, I know that you're like a restorationist or something, but yeah, yeah it'll be yeah, fine. Book say. a boat, make your well. Way. It's more of a that's the only way
3: to
4: not get squished by
3: a pyramid.
5: So. I was
3: thinking more maybe I could have my parents warn the hatya.
5: We That's just actually message
3: a good idea. Oh, we could just message the Hatia too. All right, I'll prepare a bunch of sendings, and we'll send some messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Tomorrow is the great day of sending. Um.
3: So, question. Should we warn the Pharaoh? Like, should we be like, hey, Afra?
2: You make a actually list of who you want to send, idea. and we'll
5: send a bunch like, of
3: sending information to
5: everybody.
2: Not a bad idea, actually.
3: Just so you know, there's magical uh, pyramids flying around that might want to be getting rid of the Ruby Prince. Yeah, so maybe yeah, like tell him to we, were like, we don't
2: want to tell people about our mission, and now we're like...
4: Well, we're not going to tell cats, them the details. We're just going to say, discovered a threat, flying pyramids on the border, civil war imminent, you know, protect the Ruby Prince, or whatever.
0: <laughs> I love the argument that it's like, you know, no, Hakatep, the Ruby Prince is the rightful Pharaoh of Osirian. Oh wait! Some trouble shows up. Why don't you go on a vacation to Absalom or something, guy?
4: <laughs> well, not him. We'll
5: we'll take our care. our <laughs>
4: parents specifically. That guy. Well, yeah, he's gonna that tell was him. Rachel's
0: whole like. Send him on a vacation too. Okay. Nah.
4: Here's what we do. He has to stay. He's the leader.
2: We he go over to Tefu. We grab your parents. They come on the boat, the 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 land boat with us. Then they can take the land boat on and we'll just teleport wherever we need to go. Okay, I got it. I
4: can prepare four teleports.
1: Hold on.
0: Hold on.
4: Oh my God.
1: Let
0: me grab your parents, load them up with a boat, travel across some of the most dangerous stretch of Osirian with us. You'll be fine. Get you to the place that no one returns from. Then go keep going with this boat and keep heading south. You just need to go over the mountains right past Pell <laughs> Mountain, there where all oh. the knolls are, oh, yeah. and then keep going <laughs> south.
1: Oh my God. I, I feel like we're way overthinking this and people should
4: just stay where they are. We could are. just
2: also be the darn heroes and make all that unnecessary. Well, I'm
4: just yeah. going to send messages to people so that they're aware. That was my original yeah. plan, which I, I think it's just messages.
3: Stuff I think the probably needs to know, though, as far as officials and then probably warn Mom and Afra.
4: Well, sending whoever we feel like we need to send and then we'll continue with our lives.
0: Very well. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to get your rooms at the Tooth and Hookah first? That yes. seems
4: like a good first step.
0: If you're renting out the the suite again the suite is five gold pieces That's but it does give you four worms
4: That's great. It's, it's, a,
2: it's a testament of just how far we've come since we were last in Wati that I'm like, you're like I'm like five gold <laughs> is nothing.
4: Paulus will pay for the additional room if Sudi doesn't end up staying with us and I will give the bed to Sugar just by herself luxuriously. It's a luxuriously. great idea. She and Narmer can
2: you know <laughs> And I share order stories. her feet.
4: nope just Sugar. She gets the whole room to herself. I bring her like a little chicken bubble bath and some little <laughs> meal worms and some grapes. <laughs> A little scorpion Making, for dessert. Yeah.
0: Making your way through the city streets. Uh, again, people like the only thing that the town is talking about is the freaking pyramid that was just dropped on the town, of course, uh, as you navigate <laughs> your way back. Amazingly, though, in the short time that it's taken since that pyramid was dropped in the dangerous past, the merchant stalls are already opening up again.
1: Rad. Seriously? It's Watsi. <laughs>
0: Navigating your way, though, you eventually make your way down one of the central thoroughfares and begin to approach the building in question. Uh, for Masika the first time but for the rest of you approaching the structure it's sign up front of the tiny crocodile smoking a hookah swaying back and forth in the breeze you make your way in finding the familiar, especially to Sudi and Citra, sight of the open tavern room the various low tables the pillows strewn about, the people animatedly talking over their drinks as they chat with one another the bartender giving all of you a gap-toothed smile from across the room and a wave. The little well next to him where the, the tiny little crocodile is swimming around in. I can't remember his name. <laughs>
5: oh, I, can't remember. I
0: have to look it up. And the blast from the past for the two of you. As you see the rakish form of Falto ah, leaning oh, elbow yeah. against the bar. Oh, yes. Turn, look over and give a beaming smile. Ah.
3: Citra runs over to him and basically jumps on
5: him. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Give him a big old monkey cuddle.
4: That's a little weird. Welcome
0: back. I, well, I'm sure it seems like you have a story. But I have a story.
5: And I'll tell you next time. Oh my god! Some
0: Falto side quests!
3: Why do I imagine Falto telling a story like, what was his name? Luis from Ammon?